from the banks of the Avon, welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The voice for that black sheep in all of us is Rick Sherwood. Here, he shares his views on today's issues. Everything. Nothing is off limits. His insights come not only from his years as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. Do you have something that you want to hear his take on? Find us on Facebook, where Black Sheep Rebranded. Email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com Rick at rstherapygroup.com Or visit our website at blacksheeprebranded.ca And now, here's Rick. I wonder what he'll talk about today. Good Monday evening, good Monday afternoon, good day, folks. Welcome to a Monday. Welcome to another bit of a conversation. And welcome to apparently a, a, a song that I, I just interrupted. Why did I do that? Those words, the beginning of that song. Born in the summer of his 27th year coming home to a place he was never been before. John Denver, Rocky Mountain High, famous song, beautiful song. And I remember as a kid, the very first time I ever saw the Rocky Mountains happened to be those same Rocky Mountains. We had relatives living in Boulder, Colorado. And the first time I ever went up into the mountains, again, was in that same area. Uh, went uh, went skiing. Uh, my uncle Ed took a couple of cousins and one of my sisters, and myself, and we went up into the mountains and and we had ourselves an absolutely beautiful day of skiing. And I learned to truly appreciate what a mountain was. Here in Ontario, when we go downhill skiing, they are referred to as mountains until you actually see a real mountain, and then you have this experience that John Denver is talking about, which is being born again in the summer of his 27th year. What we're going to talk about this week, today, Monday, and on Thursday, we're going to talk about what it means to be an adult and the trauma, the world, all of the things that we bring forward from our past. And normally this would be a, a, a fireside Monday, but um, I, I don't want this to be uh, to sound like there's a gimmick behind it. I don't want there to sound like there's something cozy behind this because this is a serious topic. And so, yeah, this is a Fireside Monday, but I want to save the Fireside conversations for something that's a little bit lighter, a little bit easier, a little bit, uh, a little bit more fun. This conversation is about the rebirth of us, just as John Denver said in the summer of his 27th year. We as adults come from somewhere. 
I come, as I have spoke so many times, I come from the product of that campground, the product of that of those seasonal and those weekend campers coming and then leaving. I come from the people who were there and would make snide comments to me about my parents and how they run the park. I would be there to hear how people would talk about other campers. I would be there when they were talking and sharing beautiful stories. I was there all the time when these people were growing and 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 sharing their summers. I ask this question all the time of people. Who taught you where to find a light switch in a room? And people always look at me with this this rather perplexed look and they go, "Well, what do you mean?" And I say, "Well, no, seriously, whoever taught you where there's a light switch in a room?" Well, it's inside the room. I'm great, where? The simple answer is it's opposite the hinges inside the room, usually around three and a half feet off the floor. That's where the light switch actually is, thereabouts. The problem is nobody ever explains it that way, typically. What they do is they just go, just go inside the room and then on, on the right side or on the left side. And what you're being told is as soon as you go inside the room, you'll feel on the wall and then based on your height, you learn approximately where that is. And then when you become an adult and you stop growing, then you learn where it always is approximately. And for the rest of your life, you spend, because somebody vicariously taught you, not directly, not a hard lesson. It wasn't like sitting there listen, learning uh, bed mass in math class by doing your, 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 your brackets and doing your exponents and multiplication and division. It, it wasn't that. What it is is a vicarious lesson, a simple lesson, a quiet lesson. These are most of the lessons of our lives and most of the lessons that, that construct who we are. I have a guy who's an up-and-coming comic, and he asked me about this. And he asked me uh, a couple months ago, he said, can you do a podcast on childhood trauma and how it affects us as, as an adult? And I have thought long and hard about that, and so I've never actually done it until now. And what I want to do is not just talk about childhood trauma, but about who we are as individuals. This particular guy, he should have been, uh, and I believe he actually was diagnosed with ADD or ADHD, and he was prescribed medication. And one of the things he, he always remembers being told by everyone is just settle down. Just settle down. Just just sit in your seat. Just stay at your desk. Just, just, just. And I said to him one day, I said, why is it that you're trying to do something that's impossible for you? Add more to your life. Add more projects. Add more things going on. Add more, not less. His partner would say to him, you just need to take it easy. You just need to sit down. No, that's not him. That's not possible. My uncle, who lived in, in Boulder, Colorado, the one who took us skiing, his name was Ed. And my uncle Ed, he would be up at 7 o'clock in the morning, and before anybody else in the house would be up, he would be up. He would have washed two or three cars that he doesn't even own. He would have this picked and that picked and this done and that done. He was a man on the move. He was a man never, ever, ever sitting down. That's who he was. 
Could you imagine me saying to him, you can't wash car, you got to sit here and twiddle your thumbs in the morning before anybody else gets up? He would have lost his mind. He just went out and he found things to do, things to entertain himself, and things that kept him busy and, pre and preoccupied. My, my client is up and coming comic. He, same thing. He's now much happier. He's added to his life. Instead of trying to fit in with the people who want to sleep in, which, if I have a chance, I will sleep in on a weekend. But not him. That's not who he is. That's not who he was wired to be. But so often, who we are, who we are wired to be, is so criticized and so beat up that as a youngster, we end up with these skewed ideas about who we are. We end up about, with these ideas that we should be something that we really cannot be. This is going to sound like a, I, I, I'm kind of sideways attacking something. But what we are is we are products of who we become based on our growth. I remember being a little kid and making jokes about being a therapist. Very few people will remember these, these jokes that I made because I only made them to very select friends. And yet here I am, 40 years after that, as a therapist. Everybody else around me, because I loved playing with trucks, I love trucks, I love trucking, you're going to be a truck driver. And then when I realized that getting into the cab of a truck, I could travel anywhere in North America, and there was people who were sometimes gone and didn't have to see their family for weeks or months at a time, I was like, yes, count me into that. Because I don't feel connected to this group of people. I don't feel connected. Growing up, I was never so happy as in the summer with the campers. I was treated with what I thought was respect. It's not that I wasn't given crap. It's not that I wasn't given a hard time. And it's not that I wasn't put in my place. I think I've talked about this before, and if not, I'm, I'm going to share this story. I, this guy's been gone for a long time, but but one day I was I was cutting some grass, and I was just bogging the mower down and, and trying to do something that the mower wasn't intended to, to do. And so I was out there cutting away, and this guy owned a construction company, and Bruce came over, and I shut the mower off, and he proceeded to chew me a new one. I was destroying the mower. I was destroying the belts. I was destroying this. I was destroying that. What was I thinking? And he said to me, this is how you're going to do it. And I listened. And he said to me, if I see you doing it any other way again, I'm going to backhand you right off this and I'll get on that machine. And I'll show you how it needs to be done. I never went and told anybody. I respected the fact that this man, regardless of how gruff he sounded, was telling me something I needed to know because what I was doing was incorrect. Did I appreciate the way he said it? No. But I do 
firmly, completely, and absolutely appreciate the, the, the lesson that was taught. And it's from those campers. It's from that, that life. And so John Denver's song, which we're going to cue back up here, but, but that song from John Denver, I was born again in my 27th year. I think I was born again in my 10th or 11th year. When I finally was in an environment where I was given latitude to grow and to be, and I was in an environment where I wasn't judged for being the youngest. I wasn't judged for anything else. I was judged as a human being. And I wish that childhood that I had could be shared by so many people. So let's listen again. I grew up, again, with this really weird life. And so when I grew up, I grew up with this sense of respect and integrity for these campers. Respect and integrity that these campers actually were the life lifeline. They were the ones who put the food on the table for my family. And so it was this weird, weird position to be at such a young age to appreciate that I could not tell them to piss off. I had to listen to them. And it taught me so much about being who I am today. If you want to talk about traumatic memories, I have lots. I remember we were we were doing some, some additional work um, building an addition on on the building at the park and and as a maybe 12 year old I was up in the attic no mask on no filter blowing in 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 insulation and I could barely breathe and I remember coming down hacking and coughing looking for a little bit of sympathy, a little bit of, of understanding that, my God, what I got was get out of the way. We have things to do. And if you're not man enough, quote unquote, if you're not man enough to do it, get out of the way. I have lots of traumatic memories. I have lots of memories where me as a human being was subjected to some other thing. And unfortunately, as a therapist today, I see clients all the time who are exposed to the same traumatic environments where their sense of well-being, their sense of welfare is not at all accepted or appreciated as being truly valuable. But what happens is we are forgetting today 
that there is a balance. And I don't think my youth had that balance. So just let me get that straight. But there is a balance between understanding that what we need to do is be a parent and at the same time be a parent with kindness and stern, with clear expectations and clear latitude, clear understanding that there is there is an ability to grow. There's an ability to understand that where we are coming from, where we are coming from is this mixed bag. There's these things called the uh, psychological developmental charts. And they talk about an ability to understand innuendos and hidden meanings, jokes. They talk about sexual exploitation and an exploration of, of yourself. When is masturbation a normal thing to do, a, a nor normal part of discovery of what feels good and doesn't feel good to you? These developmental charts are there and they're real. And so often I hear people today who they look at their four-year-old daughter and they go, oh, sister. Or they look at, at their, their, their son. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. What do you want? And every time I hear those things, I lose, I, I, I lose my mind a little bit. Because what's happening is we are missing something that is so important. And that thing that we are missing is that our kids are watching us. Our kids are watching us. This song by Rodney Akins, Watching You. Listen to the first words of this song. Here it goes, folks. Well, in my four-year-old said a four-letter word. It started with S, and I was concerned. So I said, son, now where to learn to talk? Go through the rest of this song, and you're going to find some places in here where your dad is really proud of being the dad that he was to this little guy. But you're also going to find times and places in this song where dad goes, oh, my word, how'd this happen? Just as that. Beginning of the song, the little man knew he couldn't play with his toy until the, till the food was gone. Good lesson to teach kids. But one of the other things was, Dad never stopped and thought about how many times he was saying that S word. And that that lesson was being taught just as well. And so the light switch. People look at me and they go, why do I have no self-worth? Vicarious lessons that were taught. Lessons that were taught by your family, by your loved ones, by your teachers. 
by your friends, yes, your so-called friends, would teach you all the time that you have no value. The people you happen to hang around who drugs are a good thing or simply going out and having sex with whomever it is that you want to with no repercussions and then wondering how you end up pregnant or how you end up with a sexually transmitted disease or how you end up with a label. The people around us, those indirect lessons. As I said, I go back to those campers and there's an awful lot of them who taught me some very harsh lessons. Harsh lessons of being upset, being frustrated, harsh lessons of all kinds of less, uh, of all kinds of magnitude. And when they saw those lessons, and when they taught them to me, such as the grass not being cut for a weekender who would be in for every long weekend throughout the summer, and the grass at their campsite wasn't cut to their liking when they arrived, and it was clearly my fault. And actually, since I cut most of the grass, yes, it was my fault. And so at some point, it's trying to teach those balanced lessons, folks. And so, who are we? We are the product of mixed messages. We're cool in this environment. We're not cool in that environment. We struggle to be liked. We struggle to be appreciated. And we look in the mirror confused. So just think about these two songs, right? That, that idea of, of growing up in your 27th year. For me, like I said, I think it was 10 or 11 when I was reborn into an environment that actually had the opportunity to nurture me into who I am. So if that happened for John Denver and if it happened for me, it can happen for you, regardless of what age you are. And keeping in mind that everybody who calls you buddy shouldn't be calling you buddy. You have a name. You maybe have a nickname. But again, we have responsibilities and we have responsibilities to teach each other right from wrong, good from bad. We have a responsibility to educate not to simply make it so that this life is some sort of beautiful, ignorant cakewalk. So again, I'm going to leave that with you, and we will chat on Thursday. Y'all be good. Thanks again for everybody here at Black Sheep Rebranded, from everybody that uh, makes this show a success, and most importantly, thanking you, our listeners, our, our listeners from around the world we cannot thank you enough and so please again for those who are struggling with mental health please reach out and and talk to somebody hopefully these podcasts have given you some hope and some some ways to approach life a little bit differently for the people who are simply enjoying the show we appreciate those people as well please like us on facebook follow us on uh instagram follow us on social media follow us on uh wherever you can find us and And yes, I say Instagram, we aren't there quite yet, but we are getting there. And again, please like us, follow us, and uh, give us your feedback. We really, 
we can't do this show without you and we can't thank you enough for it and also just keep in mind the show is proprietary so all the ideas uh, generated in this show and and the concepts that are are out there are ours and uh, so please respect them respect yourselves respect the planet and uh, respect each other have yourselves a wonderful day and again thank you very much for tuning in to black sheep and uh, we look forward to chatting again real soon thanks bye-bye